Hi, and welcome to another episode of Lessons for My Kids. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about savings and retirement. Uh, It's something that I've been thinking a lot about lately. And uh, before we get started in this, I want to make sure that everybody knows I am not a tax professional. I am not a financial professional. So if you... um, need professional advice or want to seek out uh, professional advice or advising, uh, please contact your bank. Please contact um, somebody who is in this field. Uh, I am just reading and and learning as much as I possibly can and giving you some suggestions on as to where um, and how you can save some money. Now, This is something that I wanted to teach my kids for a long time, and I've talked to them a lot about how to save money. You know, it's important that you don't just get a paycheck and spend everything right away. If you possibly can, even the smallest little amount that you can save, if it's a dollar a day, if it's, you know, two dollars a day, if it's fifty dollars a month, if it's whatever it is that you can save, whatever you can save, Uh, can only benefit you in the long run. So with that said, uh, according to Fidelity, um, they say that uh, their guideline is to save 10% of your income by the age of 67. Now, if you save that and have it in some type of an investment, uh, obviously that'll be at a higher amount than what you put in, um, which is what we're going to get into now. So this article that I found talks about 10 tips to help you boost your retirement savings, whatever your age. And really, they go through just some basic ideas of how to save money and how to invest your money and where to invest your money in order for it to grow and to maximize how much money you can have at retirement. So normally, uh, people don't think about retirement when they're young. Um, because of the fact that they're young and they think they have time to make up uh, any savings. But really, I saw some statistics where it said something like 40% of most Americans might have $100 in their savings account. And probably half of the people in this country, being in the U.S., don't have any type of of a retirement plan and they're just they're just going off the idea that Social Security will take care of them. And really, Social Security, it's, it's really not enough. And so you really need to start focusing in on what can I do to make a difference and to add to that amount so that I will have enough at retirement age. If you're outside of the U.S. and in some other country, uh, you may have some other type of uh, social uh security type funding, or you might have a pension, or you might have uh, some other investment types that will be uh, just as beneficial. But again, check with an advisor, check with your bank, uh, talk to a professional. Um, These are just some suggestions that I got from this article. Um, The first thing that they say, though, is to focus on starting today. I told my kids many, many, many years ago, that they needed to put a little bit of money away from every birthday, Christmas, wherever they were getting money, Um, any other holidays. If they got money, I tried to 
tried to get them to understand putting even five or ten dollars, twenty dollars, whatever it was, or even a percentage of what they received, putting that away into a bank account. While most bank accounts aren't paying a whole lot, it still would be given an opportunity to grow. And if we had the the option to get a, some type of a stock option for them or some type of a um, mutual fund, we would put money in there and that would also help them to grow their money. But the whole focus, though, is start early, uh, as quickly as you can, as early as you can, as much as you can. Um, kids who, who are working at ages 14, 15, 16, who might be still living at home, if, they, if they've got a job and they can put away most of their money, that will only benefit them in the long run. So again, number one is focus on starting today. Number two, according to this article, is contribute to your 401k. Now, again, I'm not a professional, but a 401k is usually company-sponsored. They pull out money uh, pre-tax, so before your your taxes are taken out of your paycheck. Um, So you're not taxed on these dollars. And then uh, they're put into some type of a fund that actually makes a pretty good percentage in a lot of a lot of cases. And some companies will even match up to a certain percentage. So say say your company ta- it will match up to 4%. Uh, if you pull out 6% uh, and put that into your 401k pre-tax um, and your company adds in another 4, matches 4% uh, of that money, uh, then you're essentially uh, saving 10%. Um, now, again, that's that's the way that I'm looking at this. There may be a professional out there who says, no, 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 that is not the way you can look at it. Um, everybody's going to have an opinion, I'm sure. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're saving money, you're putting it away for retirement. Now, when can you pull that money out of a 401k is going to be the question. Um, you know, most professionals will tell you, do not pull it out ahead of retirement age. Um, If you pull it out early, there are huge penalties that you end up having to pay um, that you you pretty much can take away anything you made uh, in some cases. It's it's the the fees are really, really, really high. So try to keep it in there. Let it grow. Um, As some people would say, uh, set it and forget it. just have that money pulled out, and then uh, once you hit that retirement age, you can pull it out. Um, and hopefully you're making uh, some good, wise decisions there uh, on how much to put away. Um, one of the rules of thumb that I learned a long time ago, and uh, this is kind of an aside from this article, but what I learned was that uh, it's the 7-4 rule. Uh, it's 7% uh at most of what you'd want to pull out at retirement, out of investments. I'm sorry, I take that back. You would be making about 7% uh, on your investments and then you would pull out about 4% a year uh, from those investments. So if you add, say, a million dollars in these investments and you were making 7%, well, you made $70,000, you would pull out 4% to live on annually. So you'd be pulling out about 40,000 and what that does is it leaves the extra that has been made in the given year to be added to your balance. Thus, you'll always have money 
and it will continue to grow. So uh, the 7% annual, uh, hopefully your money is making that much. And uh, if you pull out only 4% and can live on that, that's a benefit to you. Um, number three is meet your employer's match. So this goes back to the 401k. If your company is giving you 4%, 5%, don't just put in 3% because you're th- just leaving money there on the table. You're, you're leaving money that is free to you, essentially. I mean, obviously you're working, but, uh, you know, at the very least get to the same amount that they're, they're giving, uh, to your fund. So if they're going to give four or 5%, make sure that you're giving at least four or 5% because that's the match. Um, number four, they say open an IRA, which is an individual retirement account. Most of the time, this is through your bank. Um, there are traditional IRAs, there are Roth IRAs currently. Um, you know, talk to your bank about what might be best for you. Roth, you pay the tax annually so that uh, when it comes time to pull it out, um, you don't have to pay uh, any tax. Uh, Traditional IRA, if you leave the money in and when you pull it out, you would have to pay uh, capital gains on that money uh, once you're pulling it out. So there are benefits to both. Um, You just need to talk to your professional uh, investor on either one. And see what they have to say about that. Uh, Number five is take advantage of catch-up contributions if you are age 50 or older. Uh, What that means is if you're older and you haven't put any money away or you're starting today and you might be 50 years old, there are some loopholes or or rules, I guess I should say, not loopholes, that allow for you to go up uh, and and put in money to try and catch up on what you missed earlier. Um, It's very, very hard uh, to do, um, but if you've got some extra income, uh, I would urge you to put that away. Uh, Number six is automate automate your savings. If you can do this all through your payroll uh, and through your your employer's pay or even your bank, you can usually set up with a bank to have them take out a certain percentage Uh, of funds every month um, and that can go into whatever investment that you've decided to go into Uh, but say say you want to pull out you know five percent a month out of your savings account and put that into investment Uh, that way uh, you're not you're not just taking all of your savings and throwing it in there uh, when you actually do need some money Um, that's an option for you but when you automate it it makes it a lot harder for you to say, uh, maybe this month I'll skip. Or maybe the next three months you decide to skip and you're like, oh, I'll come back and I'll, I'll put that money back in. Well, when it's automated, you don't really have that choice. So it makes it a lot easier to set it and forget it. Uh, number seven is rein in your spending, which I think is important for most people. Um, as we've talked about in the past and uh, in some episodes, that, you know, do you have to have the newest car? Do you need to have the name brand clothes? Will a gray hooded sweatshirt that just doesn't have any logo on it that you can buy for less than, you know, a gray hooded sweatshirt that has some emblem on it that's stitched in uh, for double the price, you know, why not save the money? Uh, Instead of spending extra, 
save some money. Um, now, there are some things that you may want to buy a name brand for, and you might have to pay a little bit more for, uh, but there are a lot of things in this world where we really just, we can cut our spending, you know. Um, anything extra that you can put away is only going to be a benefit to you uh, in the long run. Uh, number eight, it's set a goal. Uh what are you, you know, sit down with that, that professional, that financial professional and determine, well, how much money do you want to have at retirement? And then set that goal of trying to achieve what's the nest egg that you need to have and how do you achieve reaching that monthly amount um, to retire on? Because again, the idea is once you, once you can, uh, and you have enough money put away, you don't need to worry about that for the rest of your life, hopefully. Uh, once you quit working, hopefully you'll have enough money in there and you won't burn through it. Now, there will be um, expenses that come up, uh, as some professionals will tell you, that health costs when you are older tend to rise. Your housing, you can you can sell a big house and go to a smaller house at any point. Um, and that may be part of your retirement my retirement plan. Uh, but the health costs, um, some people, they tend to get sick when they get older um, and they might end up having more medical bills. So that's something to keep in mind and something to try and plan for. Now, of course, we don't know what ailments are going to come our way or, you know, how, how our life is going to to kind of roll out as we get older, but something to keep in mind and try to plan for as best you can. Uh, number nine is stash extra funds. Now, this is something that I used to do as a kid. And when I say kid, I was in my 20s. But I used to stash money away. <clears throat> in fact, I would hide. Now, I'm going to age myself when I say this. I had a checkbook. And, I, you know, if you went to the grocery store and you spent... $22. Uh, instead of putting $22 in the in the check registry, I would put $25. And every time that I went and spent money, I would slowly just, I would uh, hide some extra cash for myself. So in my mind, I was spending $25, but in reality, I was spending, say, $22. So there's that $3 that was now hidden from me. Um, some people do it with gas, they will buy gas and in, in, uh, fuel for their cars, and they'll they'll uh, round to the nearest dollar, even though they maybe spent say nineteen dollars and sixty cents. Now they're they're putting in their their mind that they spent twenty dollars, and they're they're hiding that forty cents. And over time, the more they do this there's a little bit of, of money being saved and hidden from yourself so that uh, at some point you might have a few thousand dollars. You may have a couple hundred dollars, but that could become your rainy day fund. That could be invested for retirement. Um, and as you get older, you can also use those tricks just to hide a little bit of money for yourself. Um, but again, you're hiding it from yourself. You're not literally hiding money. You're just telling yourself, hey, I spent uh, more than what I really did. And then your bank account will have that, that extra cash there. And then the last uh, item for this article is consider delaying Social Security as you get close to retirement. Now, 
according to this article, um, for every year you can delay receiving a social security payment before you reach age 70, you can increase the amount you receive in the future. Age 62 is the earliest you can begin receiving social security uh, benefits that's in the US. Uh, but for each year you wait until age 70, your monthly benefit will increase and the additional income adds up quickly. So something to think about. Again, talk to your professional about that. Talk to your bank about that on um, what's the best method and what's the best way to handle Social Security and when you should fully retire. So there's a lot that we just went through. Um, I know it's a lot. I know my kids are not always the best when it comes to money and wanting to save, but it's something that you need to start thinking about early on. If you wait until you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s to save for retirement, by that point, you are behind the eight ball, so to speak, and uh, it's going to be very hard to catch up. So if you're young at this point and you're listening to this, the best advice I can give is put away a percentage, put away a dollar value that you feel comfortable with in order to start saving for retirement uh, and your future now. Um, the best that you can do is, is while you don't have a family, while you don't have a home uh, that you have to pay for or a car or you know other expenses, put away as much as you possibly can. And, uh, you know, if it's an emergency, that money might be there for you. Um, but again, talk to a financial advisor, talk to a bank, and they can help you with all of that. So with that, I end this episode of Lessons for My Kids. And to my kids, I love you. And I hope that you take this uh, and run with it. And for all of you other listeners out there, I appreciate you. Uh, listening and hopefully there's some information in here that gets you thinking and gets you starting a conversation with um, somebody on how to save money and how to grow your funds so that maybe you can retire early or at the very least retire uh, and, and and be able to do some things you want once you quit working. So until next time, thank you again and hope you have a, a great week.